we're on. What's poppin'? How you living? Just fantastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. All right, well, episode two. Um, Straight back into it. Yep, we're going to just talk about, talk, actually talk about some sports. Yeah, you know, we got the intro out of the way. I had to kind of catch everyone up to speed. Um, so now we can kind of get into... Where uh, the podcast I mean, will be, I guess, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it'll be about other things, but you'll just have to listen to find out. Yep. yep. Um, All right, so, so one championship fights on TNT. Yep, uh, it was their first American card, right? Ah, uh, yeah. yeah I, don't broadcasting. I don't think they've had one. Yeah, they haven't had another one that was broadcasted. Not on and American they had... Network Television, no. Yes. And, um, you know, one, obviously, uh, I want to say before the DJ and Ben trade, Ben was probably the biggest one star as far as, like, a mainstream. Yeah, because right? he went cause he went from Bellator to one. So he was already yeah. like decently established in the U.S. He had already almost gone yeah. to UFC once. And yeah, and he fought uh, Ryan Thomas, right, in Bellator? Twice. Yeah. Do you remember, the first do you remember one, how that went down? Yeah, he he like um, I don't remember the position he had him in, but basically he had one arm around like his neck and his ear, and then the other the other ear was on the ground. So Ryan like didn't hear the refs like instruction. Yeah. Um. So he he like couldn't give a thumbs up or whatever. Which I mean the ref should have like grabbed his hand. Yeah. So, you know, the ref thought he was out. He clearly wasn't. Um. And then they ran it back and Ben. Do you know why they ran it back though? Do you remember why? Um. So it other was. Other than the controversy, not really. So okay, what happened? So that was the tournament. Like that was the Bellator Grand Prix. Back when that's oh, like yeah, all yeah. they did. So did they do that at 170? Yeah, yeah, that was at 170. So what happened was I think that was like first or second round. Ryan and Ben fought, and mm-hmm. then um, obviously like Ben, whatever controversy, like won the fight. So Ben's next opponent was supposed to like was flying in from Europe. Well, then that's when that fucking huge ass volcano erupted in Iceland, I think. Oh shit! And like flights west out of Europe were not happening. So Ryan took the fight on short notice, which was a perfect well, setup because, like, the controversy. Yeah. and Because Ryan was out of the tournament. There was no loser's bracket. Ryan was done. Right. It was single yeah. elimination. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, I obviously, I they fought again. Ben d- did what Ben does and then won. So. Yeah. I didn't realize it was, like, immediate rematch. Like yeah. That. No. Yeah. Because it was in a tournament and just the way it went down, it just made sense, like, from a business standpoint, okay. too. But, yeah. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, the one championships on TNT on uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't really watch. Yeah, I didn't watch most of the card, but I did see the Eddie and then the DJ fight. And the Eddie fight, I mean, you know, he's taking it to him. Got his. It was kind of an odd position. It was like not he didn't quite have his back, but it, it was his side. It was almost like and he a was side basically mount. just finishing him off. Yeah, like a side mount from the back almost and he was you know it's something you see all the time except um instead of you know usually the fighter will just have his hand his head down and then like a hand covering his face he completely turned his head looking out of the cage basically 
So then those punches that are normally coming in that would have been hitting like on the cheek, the temple, they were just punching him straight in the back of the head. And the dude went out. Yeah. And um, it was like four or five blows to the back of the head. Um, Eddie was DQ'd. He was, you know, pretty emotional about it afterwards. But he was also, you know, it was unintentional. It's just a common position you're in. You're not obviously trying to hit the back of the head. The ref warned him so many times, though. Yeah, he did. And it's one of those. Um, it's one of those things. Like it's frustrating for Eddie because, like you know, the guy's doing that on purpose. Like he's putting you in a position where you can't hit him. So Eddie's yeah, looking for like, like whatever little opening. Like if he can just hit him above the ear or something like that. Like any part that's exposed. And it just to yeah. me it looked like Eddie just didn't give a fuck at that point and was like, I'm just gonna hit something. Yeah, it it, it was kind of like the guy was like, Hey, I'm losing. I'm gonna put it in a position where I can't get knocked out. I'm going to put it in a position of Eddie's just going to have to sit here and do literally nothing yeah, or get DQ'd and Eddie got DQ'd. So, I mean, it's kind of like a little exploit. Like it's, it's kind of like you, you aren't protecting yourself. Like you're relying on, you're relying on the rules to protect you. Yeah. At the the end of the day, he wasn't protecting himself. He still got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you, you know, you don't get an L because of it, but I don't know. It, it sucks for Eddie, but he was very, you know, apologetic to the opponent and, you know, uh, wishing for his well-being and all of that. Very opposite if, of if uh, one is smart, Peter Yon. Yeah, if one if one is smart about it, I think they market it like they market the fuck out of it and do it again. Like they do it again. Those two, they market it Eddie like they. I mean, they're the promotion, so they have they can't be biased, but in a sense, you yeah. almost market it like the dude was, like, fucking turning his head away, like, trying not to, like, basically trying to bitch out. Right, like, you yeah. Almost like, almost market it like was... that, and Eddie's, like, going to get his revenge, like, which you can't market it like that, but you can. Yeah, like, there, there's, there's subtle ways to do it. And, and then, um... I think they could do it, and they'd probably get even more views this time. Uh, well, not with DJ, well, probably not on the it, card, but... Yeah, it was... It was a very, I would say, almost worst-case scenario for one in the way it played out because in the main event, DJ ended up getting knocked out in the second round, um, and the the strike that did it was a knee to a downed opponent, which is legal in one and isn't legal in UFC, and a lot of people still have the, you know, the... Jan and uh, Aljamain uh, fight still in their heads, so they're like, what the hell? Yeah, like, that's um, fucking... But that's, the Dana White yeah. meme where he's like, that's, that's fucking, fucking illegal. illegal. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, also, if you look at the fight, um, I believe it was a right uppercut when DJ was coming in, clips him and puts him down. Yeah. And the knee just finishes him off. So, you know, he was already in kind of a hurt spot. He was winning the round up until then, but in one, it's not a round to round. It's a whole fight scoring. Yeah, which I think it, they should. They don't do. But... They don't do round to round. Yeah. No. I. Um, it, you know what would be hilarious? Yeah. What's that? If uh, the UFC in one did another trade, they traded DJ for Yon. <laughs> <laughs> After all this. Piotr Jan's probably sitting at home. He's like, this one is where I belong. And DJ's like, I need to go back to the UFC. Yeah, like, I, I literally... 
I, I DM'd you right after that happened. I was like, great, now Jan's not going to shut the fuck up oh, about no this way. because it that, that fight just needs to get ran back immediately so it's they can both gonna. shut up. I'll just get neck, neck surgery. That's true. I, yeah, and you can't blame him. Until, well, you can't blame him for it because that knee. Yeah, and you can't blame him for it because that knee just made things worse. So I don't know. Like, if yeah. I'm the UFC at 135, I just make an interim title fight with Yan, and then uh, maybe the winner of Dillashaw Sandhagen. You have to, right? Because yeah. originally, originally, I think TJ was gonna get the winner of uh, Aljo and Yan, but you then that, San Sandhagen had a. Uh, had the flying that, knee on Frankie Edgar. Knee. Yeah. And that kind of put him back up there. And, I mean, when he lost to Aljo, it was in, like, what, 40 seconds? But, I mean, he got caught on a choke. Like, anyone yeah. can get caught. Yeah. I mean, it's so harder. Not... Like, it's, it's – I don't – I wouldn't say it's the same as, like, a, a lucky strike or anything like that. Like, it definitely takes right, a yeah. more. But, it, yeah, for sure. It, it, It's not Jorge catching fucking yeah. Ben. Oh, my God. Which – I was so happy when Ben finally, like, just – had enough of it on Twitter and clapped back. I was so happy about that. <laughs> I love Ben. I wish he would have gotten to the UFC so much sooner. What I think's crazy, and like, you, tell me I'm nuts. I still think Ben could have on that run won a title. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because I, I think if I mean the Damian I think if George doesn't land that knee, great, but... I think if George doesn't land that knee, then like Ben Askren. Might maybe not right now, but I think he has a UFC title to his name. If Ben, if Jorge doesn't land that knee, because like realistically, if he wins that, he goes straight into a Usman fight, right? Oh yeah, if, if he, he won, if he went 100%. straight into Usman because he's teammates with Woodley, the hype, you know, everything's there. Dollar you signs. put him, you throw him straight into Marty. He was already calling Marty. Yeah, dollar signs, one hundred percent. Stylistically, they're both wrestlers. Usman has yeah. the edge on the feet, but no one was fucking sniffing Askren's jock wrestling. Yeah. Obviously, and, Damien was very skilled on the ground, as we saw. But obviously, it's Damien yeah. Maya, but... And Damien Maya is also uh, BJJ Black Belt. Yeah, just... So yeah, definitely, like, the two two best grapplers at 170 at the time. I don't know. I yeah. just... And, you know, I think what's interesting to me, it's like if, like, when Ben goes out there and boxes Jake Paul, like, how much fun is he going to have doing that? Is it going to be enough to make him go like, oh, like maybe I'll fight in the UFC again? I don't know if he wins a title. I doubt it. Like if he does it again, like fuck, I, yeah, I would not, love for him to. Well, he did. He did get that hip surgery, which he said has he has more mobility, like in terms of like flexible and like certain workouts. He he's doing more weight than he's ever done in his career. He says, um, and I mean, Ben's like a showman, but I don't think he makes that kind of stuff up. Like he's no, not like. He doesn't, like, brag about, like, numbers necessarily. Yeah, especially if he's pretty he, firm on his retirement, which I think he is. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and not to take anything away from Masvidal on the knee, but because obviously he had to study, he had to know, you know, Ben always shoots right, right out yeah. the gate. He had the perfect game plan. And it was, I, I believe it was a double knee, right? Because he, he, th- he went like up with one, with one and then almost. it was the back one. Yeah. Yeah. It was the second one that caught him, and then you know, instant lights out. Like, that, yeah, that ben, was, I was. Ben said he didn't feel a thing. Obviously, yeah, I was heartbroken. I was, when my my um totally legal stream, uh, <laughs> like froze, right when they were getting ready to start, and then it cut back in, and Ben is just fucking 
planked out on the ground and Jorge's like flop like doing his little salute and flop like a fish celebration. I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And uh yeah, he got baptized. I I thought Ben handled like the loss like as good as he possibly should have. Um mm-hmm. but then like uh, with Jorge like doing this stuff with like fucking Jake Paul. Like uh, I'm glad I'm it's glad Ben weird. finally decided to clap back. I almost like Colby Covington more than I like Jorge Masvidal right now. And I loved when Jorge like 2019 oh. Jorge. Yeah. Like I I won't go that far. <laughs> um I almost I, I said almost. <laughs> I uh I mean I was definitely rooting against Jorge against Ben. I was rooting against him against Nate. I I mean I didn't really care too much in the first fight against Marty cuz it was 6 days notice and I was like, "Eh." For the sake you of know. like the for the sake of the story, you know, it would have been cool for him to win. Yeah, and you know the UFC but, wa- the UFC wants him to have a belt, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, I mean they that's got why this rematch is happening. That's aside why from the BMF belt, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so what kind of things do you want to like see change UFC wise? Like rules, um, rules, divisions. Like okay, I, we talk about one sixty five all the time. Yeah. 160, yeah, do you, you, you then bump 170 take 170 up. to 175? Yeah, if you bump 175 up and you just have 10 pound gaps, like I wouldn't care if they did 195. What do you honestly. What do you call 165 and then maybe 195? So, what do you call it? Fuck. I, don't even I know, know. Um, boxing has cruiserweight. Yeah, I feel like you have to do some moving and change some names and divisions, but like you have to like, so like maybe you know, like, because because cruiserweight comes after light heavyweight, doesn't it? I don't fucking um, know. It, it's somewhere. Boxing has so many because they're super middleweight, junior middleweight. So they have so many champions, like, but... Yeah, like, so that, that's the thing. You can only add... You can only add, like, probably 165 and 195 and then bump 170 to 175... That's probably all you can do. And I don't even think you, you – I feel like the UFC needs 165. I don't feel like they need 195. No, they definitely don't need it, but that would just be the next logical step because you don't need 215. You don't because, like, the heavier you get up in weight, like, honestly, like, what's the huge – like, there's not as yeah. big of a difference. But, like, imagine imagine Izzy and Jan fight at 195 instead of 205. Does it go different? Um, if Jan can make 195 comfortably, no. I don't think so. But Probably not. Because, on, like, people say, like, yes, the wrestling did play a factor, but, like, the game plan, the game plan was great. Like, everyone talked about it right after. You know, Polish patience played more of a factor than Polish power. That was a Polish fucking power. tongue twister and a half. Holy shit. <laughs> Polish, Polish I don't, patience I'm not even played more of a factor than Polish power. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if I got that one out yeah, right or not. I'm never going to say that sentence again. But I don't know. I think when we when we look at rules, like they always say, like, oh, we should get rid of rounds. Um, that's fair. But from a sports standpoint, I don't know. Like scoring or rounds in general? Rounds like an in open general. Round. Rounds in general. Like, like the one scoring, obviously. Like that's that's a potential thing. But I th- I, I'm a fan of the round scoring system if you're going to keep rounds. I get the appeal mm-hmm. behind getting rid of rounds. But at the end of the day – I, for a sport standpoint and from like a business marketing standpoint, like, cause you're going to tell me, okay, so what if in your two and a half hour broadcast window, you have three fights that take an hour 
Like that's, that's extreme. True. Not gonna happen. Yeah. But, but what if you start accounting no, for think, that and you book three fights on your main card and you get three quick finishes? Yeah. I, I think you need to keep the rounds. Um the scoring could be better. Yeah, the scoring um, could always be I, better. I'm 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 a fan of open scoring. Same. Same here. Um like when it, it just ruins a fight when a fighter thinks he's up 2-0 and it's 1-1 mm-hmm. and then he fights completely different like yeah he fights super safe and loses yeah or you're watching a fight and you feel like like there was a fight uh today i don't remember which one it was um one judge had a guy winning 30 27 one guy had the uh, no two had one guy 30 27 the other had it 29 28 for the other guy and what I, a couple of broadcasters, and like most of the opinions I saw on Twitter were 29-28 for the guy they had winning 30-27. So it's like, there's so many different outcomes in that. Yeah. So, and people love shitting on judges. Just the way fight's different. Have you ever tried watching a fight without commentary? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard Very as hard. fuck. Like, there's and, some rounds and, where and you're like, you holy shit. You don't get the, uh, you don't get the um like numbers yeah like the comic no, you about the numbers espn uh espn with, plus has that now where you can get the numbers like the unofficial ones between like d- during the fight like they update like every like 20 seconds or some shit i think i remember max and volk too espn originally had max with two knockdowns early which i saw with my own eyes we watched it yes yep we I saw max hit volk he hit the ground, and then, you know, there was a little bit, and he got back up. It's not like he popped instantly back up. Yeah. In the middle of the fight, on fight cast, it said two knockdowns. But now, after the fight, they're not there anymore. What like, the those aren't I vividly remember those happening early, because I was like, oh, shit, Max is going to put him away. Because Max doesn't put yeah, people away. He, he just yeah, doesn't. Max was up. Max was up 2-0, for sure. Round three was close, and then Volk pro- Volk definitely won four and probably won five. Yeah. But five and three were the iffy rounds. Max 100% won one, one, and two, and Volk won four. Yeah, it's it's so fucked. Like, I think they're going to have – I think they're going to fight five times. I want well, it's 100%. also a thing like, – I think they're definitely going to fight five times. Do, you, do do they maybe just need to get more generous with 10-8s or something? Because, like, Max's 10, like, in this specific example, Max's 10-9s were better than Volk's 10-9s. Well, and see, that's where, like, if you get rid of the round scoring, too, like, that's one of the perks of it. Yeah. It, and it, it, It's tough. You can't take... You can't take the sport out of the sport like there's got to still be some right. game, gamesmanship especially when it, it's like it's a blood sport like it's barbaric yeah. like that that's just what it is and you still have to have like the the gamesmanship i guess to it if that's the right term like there still needs to be like the the strategy not just in terms of what are you doing like in the cage but like okay how do we how do we win like what's our path to victory here like if it doesn't like if you can't get the finish because like i said like max doesn't really finish people that much Calvin Cater was, and I mean, he fights some tough motherfuckers, Brian Ortega, which he did finish, but it was a doctor Calvin stoppage. Cater, Calvin Cater is still on concussion protocol. Oh, I'm sure. Calvin Cater's got to be fucked up. But. Dude, like, 
he was talking shit to John Anik, looking away, still landing straights. What? He's Just, the best boxer in the UFC. I don't care. Yeah, oh, 100%. I don't care if Dustin beat him twice. 100%. I don't care. Fucking Dustin Poirier Connor. That's who. If learn to check a leg kick, it's just like that. That's frustrating. Learn to check a leg kick. Uh, Kevin Holland learn to stuff a takedown and get up get when up. you do get taken down. Can he make one seventy? Uh, he says that. He, yeah. Well, he says he's thought about going to one seventy, and he said he's thought about taking like a year off to put on a bunch of muscle mass to, and then stay at one eighty five which wouldn't be terrible. Yeah, but um, I, I, I mean, don't think he's, he needs he's a good to do jiu-jitsu that. guy. I don't think he needs to do that. Like, I, I think if he's going to do fundamental. something... Yeah, if he's going to do something body composition-wise, he should go down. Yes. Because I feel like he, you get a, a greater return on your investment. Unless 170 cut just fucking drains him. Um. Do you think the... Because one also has the different... Um, the water cutting, uh, like the yeah, hydration. The water cutting. Um, yeah, I don't do think it makes much of a difference because everyone's on like the even playing field. So it'd be like if you took everyone in the UFC and just bumped them up a weight class. True. It. I think. Um, I really think that's all it would be. Like all the lightweights would fight wish at welterweight. People, yeah, I kind of wish everyone fought at a more natural body weight. I guess. I don't know why. I just kind of wish they did. Same, but the only thing um, you probably have a lot less like champ champs and a lot less like super fights. Yeah, that's true. Which I mean, uh, up until Connor, it wasn't really that common. Like, yeah, I mean, it uh, didn't really happen. Now it happens. B- like, I think BJ division. and GSP. I think they both were champions one time that they fought, and they were going. Yep. I- I'm pretty sure BJ was 155 fighting GSP for 170, the 170 title, and yep. GSP won. And like that, that's. It wasn't common at all, and then Connor made it. I guess the standard, like that's what you got to reach for, because yeah. because people really aren't like technically like they're not saying like oh Connor McGregor is the greatest fighter of all time, like Connor some, Connor would need some title defenses for that. Yeah, yeah, either. exactly. Agreed, agreed. Especially after the loss to Khabib and the loss, especially the loss to Dustin, honestly. Um, yeah, but the thing is he. He showed that it could be done, so it's one of those things, like, if you want to be, like, the GOAT, like, John Jones wants to be the GOAT, in some people's eyes, he's the GOAT, you, you got to do that. That's, that's beats another Francis, box. If he beats Francis, I don't know how you'd say he's not. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't... the amount of times he's pissed hot, you always have that to fall back on. And then the questionable fights at one uh, at 205, like, yeah. ever since he's stopped pissing w- hot, he wasn't putting people away. I will say the Reyes fight is one of the fights I've watched without commentary, and I did think John won that one, um, and that was one of the more controversial ones. I thought the Santos fight was closer than the Reyes fight. Yeah, the Santos fight was good, but man, that, that was especially considering he tore everything. And he's not the same. Leg. He's not the same. No, now. no, he's fucked up. He's yeah, he's, he's done. Very fucked up. Him and Tyron. He's done. But Anthony Tyron Smith, for... I think, is done. Fucking uh, Anthony fights next There's weekend, a, two weeks from now. I think he's on um, the next big card. Yeah, so two yeah. weeks from he's now. Like the, the first, uh, the first he's like the first on the main card, card yeah. I believe. He's yeah, fighting he's... Um, Paul Crute or something. What's his name? I don't even know. He's I don't know. Anthony Smith, like, he's, he he's doesn't cut done. weight. Did you know that? He, fight, he um, fights at 205, like, that's his natural weight. 
Interesting. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any anyone else of note that really like fights at their natural weight that I can think of off the top of my head, but I really can't. I think that um, with this whole fucking Usman Masvidal two thing, I really, really, really think the U- the UFC is just really trying to throw a fucking hail mary. It's all a big setup for a Conor Nate trilogy for a belt. I think the I'd UFC's. Love it. I would love it. I think they're trying to throw that Hail Mary 100%. And they know Nate doesn't want to fight at 155. So, like, all right, there's only one way we make this work. Yeah. Masvidal beats beats Usman. For some reason, they don't run it back, even though it's, you know, Usman's first loss, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, Leon Edwards gets skipped over again. Um, Well, when Nate beats him. When Nate beats him. It's just one of those things that, like, because cause the UFC, I guarantee, the UFC is trying to put Nate in a position to win. They're, they, that's why they booked Leon Edwards against Nate as a co-main in a five-round fight for a, not a, like a non-title five-round co-main. That's the first, first one they've one. ever done. Yeah. I and mean, why are Nate they doing needs that? five rounds. He needs five rounds. Yeah, because Nate Diaz is a five-round fighter. That's why they're doing that. They're trying to put they him in better... a position to win. Because if Nate, if Nate beats Leon, I mean – how do you not? Yeah. Like, how do you not give him the, the next shot? Especially if, if it's against Jorge. George. If it's yeah. or if it, even if it's against Kamaru, like, they might be that desperate to try to put a belt on him. I don't think I want to watch Nate and Kamaru. I mean, me fucking either. But I mean, I want to watch Nate no matter who he fights. Oh but yeah. I don't want to see that. Yeah. The, if the only person that's gonna finish Nate Diaz is a doctor, but. I, Literally. Yeah. And I don't like the stoppage. He was coming on. I think he. I don't know. The I'm trying below to imagine. The eye. That's the thing for me. It wasn't impeding his vision. It was below the eye. Did Did you see the uh, fight today with Kevin Holland? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the I got to catch that. Fortunately. Um, the Herb Dean was like, "Can you see out of your left eye? What? Can you see out of your left eye? What?" Can you, you can't see? Can't hear what the fuck, but <laughs> can you see? I see you, dude. Had no idea. He could not see at all. Like his eye was shut, and yeah, that was after the second out. round, and he finished it. Yep, I saw the doctor he, come he... out, and I was like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, I was like, "This is gonna be shitty," but I mean, the dude took another, you know, another main event on three weeks' notice after having just gone a full five. Yeah, it's like... and it was the same fight except he didn't talk as much this time and he actually tried to get up he just couldn't yeah i i think you either teach him how to wrestle or you go down to 170 where you're a little stronger relatively speaking let's see what do we, what do we got coming up next week uh whitaker gasolin that's next week isn't it yeah hopefully it happens this time yeah no shit I don't know. Not, I, not counting it until they yeah, walk out yeah you, you really can't anymore especially with like covid stuff mm-hmm I don't know. I, um, I expect after, Bobby to beat the brakes off of him. Same. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Robert Whitaker is going to fuck up Kevin Gaslam in my in my. Especially opinion. after, like, I thought, like, he might have been, not done, but, you know, a little backslide. But then he beat Till and Cannoneer, and I was like, oh, okay, he should probably be fighting for the belt again here soon. Yeah, it's really unfortunate Darren Till didn't get the fight. After seeing this day, I honestly think Darren Till would have fucking dog-walked Vittori. Yeah, I think he, be, I think he beats Vittori for sure. Yeah, and I. Um, and it, is he once 
till. Yeah, Izzy wants a till know. for the style points, but the thing is, no one's gonna go like, no one's no one's begging for that fight right now. I mean, if you would have if you would have fought today, I, obviously injury that's that's out of his hands. But if you would have yeah. fought today and won decisively, you could book that fight, one hundred percent. Especially oh, with yeah. Izzy coming off a loss, kind of like out of the division, but it's still kind of makes it make a little more sense. And then, oh yeah, definitely. And then, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, you know, when's this Whitaker rematch happen? You know, like beats Till, beats Cannoneer. Who else would he need to beat? Yeah, Kelvin's I mean, Kelvin's just beats a fucking notch in the cap. If he, if uh, what Jack Hermanson maybe. Vittori? I don't think you need to beat Jack. Maybe Vittori. Vittori could be, yeah. That, that would be another good one. Especially because since they're only fighting a week apart, similar, I guess, timetable sort of for a comeback. Yeah. Unless, like, there's randomly a war next weekend. But Yeah. But you just, like, Izzy, that's, that's something guys can't do. Like, you can't make that 20-pound jump and then still have a foot in the door to come back down yeah that, i not, mean dc never came jump. back down yeah you're not you're not making that jump john jones and is then gonna come when back down. yeah exactly there's no way he could no definitely not he's yeah that those 10 pound gaps sure but man 20 pounds that's a lot of weight yeah and like max when he fought dustin at 155 on you know short notice and everything like he wasn't committed to that weight, and obviously he hasn't fought at 155 since. Well, and Dustin's a he's, big, he planned, big 155. Yeah, he's a big 155. He's probably the biggest, probably? Um, Probably, if I had to guess, yeah. Um, but yeah, Max, Max says he wants to finish his career at 155. Yeah, he's, he's not done he's in 145. He's got to get that back against Volk. I don't know who else he fights they're other gonna... than like put Zabit in there. Zabit hasn't fought since 2019. Yeah, what the fuck's up with him? I he had so much hype and he just stopped. Yeah. Um who else? Uh Yair or did did he just lose recently? I don't even know what's up with him. Dude, I'm telling you going to like training and basic and stuff fucked me up. I'm like behind with everything. Hey, you had to do what you had to do. Yeah, no shit. They had like they had these little like things um, that would like news every day, and the bottom part of it was like sports, randomly, and like the only like MMA stuff was like Connor was maybe gonna fight Manny Pacquiao. Like that's the only thing that ever came up on there. That was the only UFC news I got, other than what you gave me. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I'm glad that didn't happen. I don't really want Connor to go box again. Oh shit, Yair um, and Jeremy Stevens. You remember they had that no contest because of eye poke, and then they fought like right after again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Yair won. That was like two years ago now, and he hasn't fought since either. So what the fuck? But yeah, what are I don't know. I don't know what's up with these people, but I think honestly, he's like fans come back. We'll start seeing a little bit more like normalcy, I guess. Do you do you think um, in a situation like 155, when you have a champion retire and there's no clear, 
you think they should do like a Grand Prix? I mean, Chandler and um, the Bronx seems kind of like a strange, like they were both up there, but I don't know, like those two title seems kind of weird to me. Well, I think I would have done Dustin and Justin because they were the two most. They wanted um, Dustin to fight most, Charles. No, I think I would have just done Dustin and Justin because they were the two most recent to fight. So the thing, and they haven't had losses in between. I think you have two right answers there, but the one that they did necessarily wasn't wrong given the circumstances. You have Dustin and Justin, and then you have Dustin and Charles Oliveira. So, in my opinion, those those were the two fights to make. Dustin says no; he's out of the equation. Justin Gaethje, for whatever reason. Didn't get the. I, I don't know if it's because his last fight was the loss to Khabib. Probably that probably has something to do with it. Uh, but right now he's the odd man out. He's got to find somebody to fight, basically. Like, because you have. Yeah, I mean, who does do he you fight? Play? Islam or is Islam too low? Islam could be. I it's. I mean. Is that too early for Islam? With the Khabib association, from a business standpoint, I don't think it is the ufc but yeah knows? he could fight him yeah that'd be that'd be i feel like that would be okay maybe just from like a business standpoint, other, it would make sense but like when when dustin said no to that fight like, go ahead other, otherwise you're left with like paul felder dan hooker uh he already beat the fuck out of tony everyone else is booked right yeah yeah because connor and dustin are fighting Chandler yep. and Oliver are fighting. Yep. Tony's fighting Darush. I just totally said that name wrong, I think. Um, Close enough. Yeah. But no, so Justin's got to find someone to fight. And in a situation like that, the more I think about it, the more the Islam fight, like, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. Um, I feel like that's just, like, the easiest one. Yeah, it's like, the one that makes the most sense. Like yeah, like it's the easiest to put together. It makes a lot of sense just because the division. It's weird because 155 went from being like fucking stuck in the mud to like, all right, we got a lot of shit going on now. It went from yeah, no, it went then, from nobody's fighting to everyone's fighting. Does Chandler Oliveira winner fight um, Dustin Connor winner for the belt? Yeah, like 100. percent Obviously, it'd be belt, but. Yeah, and, then, and that's exactly why I think Justin's kind of like the odd man out here because, like, you know the winner of that fight is fighting – the winner of Chandler Oliveira is fighting the winner of Dustin Connor. Like, you know that's happening. That's a given. Yeah. And what the hell happens if Connor loses? What do you do? <sighs> yikes. Just, all right, yikes. Nate. Nate, we're doing the fucking trilogy and Connor's getting the fuck out of here. Like, Probably. I, I mean, that's – it's like kind of a skid, Does really. Does Connor fight again? I, I just can't see him not finishing the trilogy with Nate. Yeah, but I also... Man, I don't know. That's tough because it's like... If Connor loses, you have the part that's like, all right, dude. Like, Especially depending on how he loses. If he gets finished again, it's yeah. kind of like, man, like, what do you do? Like, What do you do with him? Where do we go from here? You, well, yeah, you have the Nate fight option. Especially if Nate loses to Leon. Yeah. And then you have, like... I don't know because there's nothing for him at 155 at that point that makes sense. Yeah, you, you're you're you a few him, fights away from everything at that point. 
Yeah, you, you can have him fight Tony just because that's a fight that people wanted to see for a while, and he would also be on a backslide. But, but I, mean, I don't think it, Connor's really. fighting for anything but a belt at this point. Connor wants to at fight for a belt. At least not like, yeah, he, he has to be at least like a belt or a fight, a, fight away, maybe, yeah. which is what he is with Dustin. Because you already know if Connor would have beat Dustin the first time. Oh, yeah, he was getting the belt. Either Michael Chandler or Charles Oliveira is not fighting for the belt. One of those two is out. I think he would have fought Michael. Well, I think he would have fought Charles because, I, from what I heard, they tried giving – they offered Dustin Charles. And then when Dustin said no, Chandler was the next up. Dustin wanted that uh, that red panty night. Red panty night part two. You have to think he gets a little, little more, a little bigger slice of the pie now after last time. Yeah, he's got to be the A side. I don't know about that, but I mean, he's the higher ranked guy. He's coming off the win. I, I, I mean, I feel like for him, he's got to negotiate that way. Oh, like 100%. he can't just be willing. He can't just be willing to take the B side like most people would be. One hundred percent. The B side's got to be a little sweeter this time than it normally is. But you're, you're not making more money than Conor McGregor, for sure. No way. How much? What 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 is the most uh, UFC fighters make? I mean, I know it's dog shit. The compared most compared to boxing, obviously. Yeah. I feel like the most they usually get in a standard purse is like three million. And then like pay per view. Yeah. John Jones is out of his fucking mind. Yeah, John. Man. Eight to ten million. You'd have to pay me eight to ten million to get in the fucking octagon with Francis Ngannou, but I mean, yeah, like I get John's point, um, but I'm pretty sure John doesn't do that well, pay per view wise. He not. I mean, anymore. I like John, but not anymore. He doesn't get the number. This one would definitely get the numbers though. Yeah. It it would have to be probably top three. I'm about I had that. To just, you don't think he's gonna crack top three? I think it's top ten. I don't think it's top five. What is top five right now? Fuck. Uh, like three Connor fights? Uh, three Connor fights, UFC 100, and then Fight Island, the first one, I think. That was a triple champion, right? Yeah, yeah, the 251. That was like um, Holloway Volk, Mazadal Usman won, and then I think it was one of the women's titles after that. I'm not sure. Or before that, I should say. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Maybe it was a Bantamweight title fight, actually. Yeah, it was fucking Jose Aldo, Peter Yan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then those two. Yan fucking beat his head like a bongo. Yeah, legally. <laughs> legally, man. Um, Let's talk about rules. That's what we were going to talk about, rule changes. Yeah, so what kind, what kind of rule uh, changes would you want? I mean, 12-6 is the big one. 12-6, like, get rid of that shit. Stupid. Yeah. Get rid of like, that shit. Um, There's no reason for that to be illegal. I think I don't know. I think knees and kicks on the ground. Fuck it. Like like I, I, soccer kicks. Like soccer. Yeah, because I mean, I think they should be legal. It makes it a completely different fight. Um, like the way you have to defend. Oh yeah, because I mean, look at what happened to DJ. Yeah, like that never happens in the UFC. Obviously, well. Legally. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to think about defending that. So that's just like another... You'd see a lot more finishes, obviously. 
um, you'd see quicker finishes. Yeah. I would think. Um, um, I think. And, you know, this isn't necessarily a rule, but it's not 100% not a rule. They need to fucking change the UFC gloves 100%. They've been trying with that for years, haven't they? Yeah, but not, not necessarily fucking to change them, but, like, the, the eye pokes are just going nuts. And now, that's though. how you fix it. That is how you fix it. You switch the gloves. Because, like, I was listening to um, – who was I listening to? Joe Rogan was talking to someone on his podcast. I can't remember. I was just listening to it. It's a recent one. He was talking to GSP. And there were t- uh, GSP was talking about how stiff the gloves are because they get new gloves every fight, obviously. And, like, John McCarthy yeah. would, like, when he was repping, would be, like, bending the gloves to, like, curve them to more of, like, a fist type. And it was still – they're just so stiff that your hand stays open. And they get those gloves on fight week. Like, they don't, they don't break them in. Yeah, they need, like, a softer leather or something. Yeah. To, they just need it. They need to be, like, the pride malleable. gloves. The pride gloves, you can still grapple. Like... They need to, they need to be like the pride gloves. 100%. You think there's a reason they can't? Do you think? I don't like, know. I don't... I'm get there has to be a reason they can. Otherwise, I'm sure they would have done it. Like I know they wanted uh, the reason they're not using Trevor Whitman shit that he made is because Trevor Whitman wants to like keep his like brand and like keep owning it, but Dana yeah. wants to own whatever the UFC is using. Yeah, so that's just kind of the power struggle. I guess, kind of. But the, right. but see, the more I think about it, too, like, they have, if, I don't know if Pride had a patent on their gloves, but if they did, the UFC owns that now because the UFC owns Pride. Right, yeah. So it's like the Pride-style glove clearly fixes that problem. But I don't know. There's There's got to be some, like, behind-the-scenes stuff that keeps that from happening. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe, like. Maybe, uh, maybe the. I don't see why the fighters wouldn't want it, but maybe they don't for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, it's such a small and big change at the same time. It's definitely a necessary one. I agree. I agree entirely. Speaking of change, uh, Venom Fight Kids. I like them. I like them too. They're very similar, but I do like them. Yeah, if you would have told like me they were going to be super similar, I would have been like, fuck that. But like, I do like them a lot. I think they look... Um, they don't look as stiff, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and see, the, one of the issues with the Reebok kits is that they had, like, people wanted sponsors back on trunks. Not just because, like, for fighter pay reasons, but just because they look so boring. They look cool. Yeah. But the Venom kits have a lot, like, more going on. Yeah, there's more designs on yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. And I guess fighters couldn't pick their colors before, but now they can. Fighters so, couldn't pick their colors before? No, they had to, like, use, like, their, unless they were a champion, they had to use, like, their country's colors. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just always figured that was a personal decision. You know, a lot of, a lot of, like, country pride. Yeah, I don't know, cause well, like, like it wasn't like so. If you were from the U.S., you could wear red or you could wear blue. Mm-hmm. All right, and I think everyone had the option where like black or white too. Like I'm, not a hundred percent sure, but I, from what I have read now, they can pick their colors. Well, that's good. I, th- I think that's a thing that probably should have always been a thing. I agree. Like, I don't know. I don't know if the whole Reebok thing was just, like, them trying to make it more, like, marketable. Like, obviously, there's yeah. the money aspect, but, like, if them having, like, I guess, uniforms, like, made it more marketable to people, I don't I don't know. Did, did the fighters get a better cut out of this deal than the Reebok not, one? Not by much. It's, like, 
they get like uh like a fight week incentive pay for like wearing the venom stuff during fight week and it's your pay is based on the amount of fights you have in the ufc and i guess reebok had like a similar structure but venom's only giving like a little bit more which is better i guess but it's still not that much yeah it's still like well you're fighting here that's what you're getting so yeah pretty much pretty much i think the top range is like people with 15 to 20 or like 20 plus and it's like 40 grand for like the week but then at the low end it's like 5k and you gotta take what you can get i guess pretty much especially especially with like sponsorships not really like people still have sponsorships obviously and they train whatever gear they want to train in but like when it comes to like ufc sanctioned appearances they have to they have those rules they have to follow Oh, yeah, for sure. But, um, like, like, whenever they upload, like, when they go to the fighters' gyms and upload training footage and talk to them there, like, they're always wearing whatever shit they want to wear. So, like, people still have sponsors, but I'm sure the sponsorship deals yeah. they have now just have way less money involved just because they can't wear the shit in the octagon or at, like, UFC stuff. Right. Um, just, like, on the topic of rule changes, I guess, are there any others? Um, either UFC or, you know, other sports? Uh, Universal DH. Universal DH, just more yeah. dingers. Yeah, more dingers. Basically, I'm just well, like it's. I feel like you have one of two options: either fucking get rid of them or make them universal. It is kind of a weird thing that it's in. It's the so fucking AL weird. and not the NL. Like I, I know it's because it got voted down in the NL originally in like the '70s or whatever when it um came into play but why was that an option i guess like why are the leagues independent of each other like imagine they had um other different rules like you can't have a fucking two-point conversion in the afc but you can in the nfc yeah like it's just it's very strange personally i don't mind the not the no dh i won't i'm not gonna say like non-universal dh like i do think you know Either both have it or both don't would make more sense than one have it and one don't. That's how I feel about it. Um, But I don't mind not having it because not necessarily the strategy part of, like, pitchers, you know, bunting and things like that. Not that part of it, but the strategy of, okay, you're in a tie game. You got runners on second and third, two outs. It's one to one. Your guy's dealing. He's not tired, but his spot's coming up. Do you pinch hit for him to try to get the run in to take the lead? And then now you have to go to your bullpen and bench your guy who was just throwing a gem, or do you leave your pitcher in there? Probably not score, but at least he's gonna go back out there and probably shut him down. I like that little aspect of it. And then pitchers who can hit, it's always awesome when they do. Like, yeah, that's what like you see I Jake Arrieta hit a fucking dong shot, and oh, yeah. it's very exciting. I, the first time he was on the Cubs, and I think 2016. Yeah, he was on. Um, I was like, I remember he like he had a fucking dinger, and then the pitchers who rake Twitter account like popped up on my feed, and I just remember scrolling through that shit. Yeah, it's it's always so good to see that. So, I mean, you know, if you. Obviously, the AL's not going to get rid of theirs, though. Like, I, I can't see them going. I guess it would be a step backwards because, you know, offense sells in most leagues. Um, and if you want more offense, obviously having Metal a guy bats, who bring the fence in. Paid, 
get paid to only hit the ball, which is another thing. Like, I don't want to say I don't enjoy having a guy specialized at that, but it kind of makes guys less, like, who can do both less valuable. Like, it makes defense less valuable. Um, obviously, it's still very valuable to have a gold glover out there or something. But if you have a guy who just rakes and can't play defense for, to save his life, then, okay, just stick him in the DH. But a lot of times the DH is, ends up being used for older guys who can't really play the field anymore but can still hit. Like David Ortiz in Boston would have been out of the league way earlier if it wasn't for the DH. Albert Pujols would probably be out of the league like three years ago. But he can hit still, so he DHs. So it, it, it's a tricky thing. Um, yeah, and, I, and see, I think eventually the way you don't lose any of that is just make it universal. Like, yeah, it, eventually it's going. It's going to be. Um, it's just a matter of time. How but often do they get to it'll pass on eventually. It? I think it's a yearly thing. How the fuck has it not passed yet? I don't know, but it, I mean, it will eventually. Um, I know the original vote was only by one team. I believe. I believe Damn. it was like like eight to seven or whatever they had a fucking pitcher um, who raked <laughs> um another thing i think uh mlb could use is limiting the use of the exaggerated shifts to where you have they basically they'll bring like when a lefty's up they'll bring the third baseman over to where second base plays and then second base is like in shallow right field and then shortstop's like basically behind second base to where there's no one on the left side because, um, you know, left-handed hitter is going to pull it. I think you just need to limit it a little bit because if you want more scoring, that's taking away so many hits right there, for one. So if you limit the amount of shifting you can do, uh, I don't think you could limit the amount of times a team shifts, but maybe limit, like... How far they can shift from um, their position. Yeah, like each position can only shift so far. Yeah. Um, then it, there's going to be more hits. There's going to be more offense. It's going to be higher scoring. And... <laughs> just just let him juice back up. Yeah, juice it. the ball. Fuck it. Just, Speaking of juicing yeah. up, did you see uh, oh God. <laughs> the CEO or whatever of uh, Ryzen was at was meeting with Floyd, and then uh, Floyd invited Dana over? Oh, yes. Yes, I did see that. And then did you see, the, like, the translation of the Ryzen guy's tweet? What was it? He said, like, maybe something will be born out of this. Or, like, maybe by oh, chance something yeah. will come, come at us. And the thing is, too, do you remember early 2020 before good old COVID hit? Fucking uh, Floyd and Dana had posts on Instagram about, like, working together on something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Zufa Boxing. You know, I mean, the, I don't see why not. Yeah, the way I saw it, I figured what was going to happen was uh, Floyd was going to make – Floyd was going to, like, on the first Zufa boxing card, do, like, an exhibition. Just not against Logan Paul. Yeah, just not against Logan Paul. Fuck that. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, think – speaking of boxing, uh, we'll actually we'll, – we'll stick to the rule changes right now. All right. Um, another one, I don't know how you would feel about it uh, – but it's kind of like a unifying rules thing, like college in the NFL. Um, I think I personally like two feet in 
better. Yeah. I think it should be both. Um, just because it kind of, it's, you know, if you're in college and you get used to one foot down, I think learning to get two feet down is better for the athletes. And it's, I don't know, it just makes more sense to me to have that the same. Yeah. Um, I think that, you play that on the same on NCAA, yeah, you play on the same size field, like everything, mostly everything else is the same. Um, and then the overtime rules, I think, need to be more similar. Uh, I think maybe maybe don't give the NFL the ball at the opposing team 30. Maybe give it, you know, your own 30, and you have to go the length of the field. Yeah. Um, and back and, you know, back and forth, uh like you know, match them kind of thing. Uh, I think that would be fine. I've seen a lot of crazy proposed theories on NFL overtime rules, but I think if you just make it like college and make them have to go more of the length of the field instead of just starting at the thirty, because that's practically an automatic field goal. Unless you get rid of the option to field goal in overtime. That would be an interesting one. Um. Have them start at the so, have them start at the um, like the opposing team's forty. Get rid of field goals in overtime, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean that could be something. I just don't like, I don't like that a touchdown ends it. Right. And, I mean, I'm glad that a field goal on the first score doesn't anymore. But a touchdown isn't, like, much better. I get it, like, oh, you know, just get a stop. But if it's two high-powered offensive teams that the where game, the defense hasn't gotten a stop all day. The game relies then, on a coin toss. Yeah, it literally comes down to a coin toss when it's a game like that. Um, and then one I saw just kind of passed around the other day. I think Pat McAfee talked about it. Um, what if on a kickoff the ball went through the uprights and that was a point? What if you get a point for that? It happens occasionally. So does it, like is it still a touchback for the receiving team though? Yeah, yeah, the receiving team still gets the ball a touchback like normal, but the kickoff team gets a point. Like imagine a team goes down, scores, you know, touchdown, field goal, whatever to tie it up with like 1 second to go. That kickoff usually meaningless, just a little squib kick, you know, they fall on it, we go to overtime. Now you get to watch a dude line up for basically an 80-yard free kick. If he makes it, they win. I mean, there's one second left still, so you know they do get the touchback, and you get to run one last crazy play. I wasn't but for then, it, and then you said that, and now I'm for it. Yeah, like imagine that. Like it doesn't happen often, but you do sometimes see the ball go through the uprights. And I it's think like, you might as well get rid oh, of kickoff that, returns at that, that point. Like, that's just not going to fucking happen ever because every, every kicker in the NFL can kick that far. 100%. Yeah, weather elements too, though. Yeah, that's true. And, and then, okay, so maybe to prevent that, there's some sort of penalty if, you, like, before the kick, you have to declare. All right, you have to declare that you're attempting this free kick. Maybe you only get, like, one a game, two a game, each team. I don't know. One or two a game. If you miss, the other team gets the ball on the 50. Yeah, because then you'd only use it late game or like halftime. Yeah, and if the other team gets the ball, if you miss, say it's a tied game, 
you miss, you're on the, yeah, if they get it at the 50, I mean, 67-yarder isn't out of the realm of possibility. Kickers have the leg. They don't necessarily have the accuracy yet, but they have the leg to kick it that far. Or Hail Mary from the 50. I mean, that gets completed, obviously, like not a good percentage of the time, but But it's not out of the question. It's not like a crazy, like, oh, my God, I've never seen that before. So then it makes it kind of a risk-reward thing. That's one of the more exciting rule changes that I've seen that I'm definitely on board for. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's harder to, like, I think that the nice thing about, like, having this conversation with MMA is, like, even the drastic rule changes, like, you're like, oh, that could work. Like, that wouldn't be too different than what it normally is. But, like, True. When, when you look at, like, the NFL, like, you're like the rules just change like the structure of the game at that point so it's like and like every rule like it's not just something as simple as like okay in mma we're gonna allow like knees to the head on the ground in the nfl and mlb it's like yeah we're gonna let you get this 80 yard free kick but you only get it once a game you have to declare it like like there's more layers to it right yeah it's not just like straight up because then you have to put a thing like Okay, well, maybe you get to, ha- like, the receiving team, they can go up and have a guy try to block it if it's coming in, like, because, I mean, a goalpost is 10 feet high, so obviously an NFL athlete can jump up 10 feet, and if it's, like, barely going to make it, swat it out, but then, like, that's a completely di- like, that's just going to look weird. Yeah. And like, it's... imagine, like, looking at the, that's going to be a weird visual. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I like the idea, but it's you would have to figure out a good way to do it. Agreed. Like, and it's kind of like they they had talked about the last couple of years with the onside kick, maybe getting rid of it and letting a team go for it. Um, they have to convert a fourth and fifteen essentially on the onside kick, and I don't think I like that one as much. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like honestly, the NFL. The NFL as a whole is, like, the league that I feel like benefits the least from, like, rule changes, them and the NBA, just because there's really no, like, glaring issues other than overtime in the NFL. Overtime in the NFL is definitely a glaring issue. Overtime in the NFL is bad. Yeah, that's why I guess Uh, it's harder for me to think of rule changes for those sports because I don't really think they need them. Like, there's some things they could do to improve, but I think there's, like, some things, like, MMA, like, needs to change. Oh, yeah, definitely. I will say uh, college basketball, though, since you brought up NBA. NBA has the rule where under two minutes, uh, if you call a timeout and you haven't, like, like off of a rebound or a make, you get the ball in the front court. Um, college, you still have to take it out, like, under your own basket and go the length of the floor, even if you call a timeout. I think the ball should just be advanced to the front court. I think I it gives you more exciting options instead of just – you know, Hail Mary, three-quarter court shots, or the baseball pass, the length of the floor that gets, you know, tipped three times and time runs out. Yeah, I agree. I I think the more chances you have at game-winning moments, the better. Well, and it's it's one of those things, too, like, kind of like I was saying with, like, the, the NCAA, like, following suit of the NFL, like, it's, I feel like the NCAA should really try to take the rules of the professional equivalents and run with those honestly 
I think it might be part of the NCAA's thing. Like, they want their at the student athletes to be amateurs so bad. Like, that's why they, like, they lose their amateur status. Um, if they, if they take like a check for an endorsement, which is stupid. I'm not saying that the school should necessarily pay them, but they, I read an article about uh, that half court game winner that Jalen Suggs hit in the Final Four, and it, the article was talking about how in terms of endorsements like he banked it in so like a bank could use that in a commercial and he would probably be in for a six-figure payday just off of that commercial and he can't do that because he's a college athlete now obviously he's declaring for the draft and you know as soon as he does that he can go ahead and get that commercial but it's just like what if he was a nobody that happened to hit that shot and was a freshman like you yeah. can't make money off of that like why not yeah no i think it's fucked up because like you you take into consideration like it's not like he's um like if they can do things like unaffiliated with like the school what's the difference between them doing that and like getting a fucking side job yeah exactly like if, which did you know colleges limit the amount of uh amount of hours students can work on student jobs oh yeah i'm sure like that doesn't surprise me it's like 20 hours ncaa wants to own people yeah it's nuts and i mean all this stuff they are having now in the supreme court so like hopefully something kind of comes of it and you know we get i mean we already are getting uh what did they call it uh ea sports college football now it's not ncaa yeah football but hopefully we can get uh you know, more college video games back. Did you see the uh, boxing game that's going to be coming out? The e- is it made by... The... Esports Boxing Is it made Club? by EA? No. But it looks good as fuck. Interesting. They there hasn't s- been a boxing game since Fight Night, right? Yeah. And this game looks good. The only, the only issue is... That I foresee... So you know how, like, Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury are in UFC 4? Yes. They're signed to EA, so, mm. so they can't appear in this new game, technically, I don't think, unless it was like a one-game type deal. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, depending on how well, like, it could be like Fight Night was, like, towards the end where, like, the creative fighter was so good that, like, people are going to make him, and it's going to look just like yeah. him. Say, Fight Night Champion was a damn good game. Yeah, I'm excited for this game to come out, and it'll be on PC. I need to buy a fucking PS5 so I can get UFC 4, but... I, I was going to ask if you've played UFC 4 yet. I haven't even touched it because they didn't release it on PC. It's true. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't played it yet. Uh, I heard the controls are new, and I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Uh, I, I think they're just still trying to figure out the ground game controls because... Yeah, the ground controls no, are new, that's probably not a bad thing. No UFC game has really figured that out i it's mean it's hard it's hard to really like it's... i like yeah i liked uh i think it was just called ea sports mma yeah where they had like MMA. all the different yeah. i like the aspect yeah. of them having so many different promotions yeah no, they, and you could like go to different areas to train like certain um skill sets well ufc3 kind of has that now or ufc3 has that yeah ufc4 does yeah. I think that uh, I think the fucking e, uh, the ESBC, the boxing game that's going to be coming out, 
from what I've seen, mm-hmm. their career mode's going to be very fucking in-depth. Very in-depth. Like, you're coming up through the amateur ranks, and then you're... Maybe not like in, a shitty regard, little gym in, type stuff. in the regard of, like, oh, you're hiring this promoter. Okay, this promoter is going to be able to help you out with this, but they're lacking here. And oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and, like, the financials like will be a big deal. Yeah. And, like, they take this percentage. Cool. I don't know. I'll send you, like, some links to their stuff. It looks it looks good as fuck. I, I hope it comes out this year. I hope it comes out and it's good this year. True, yeah. Don't, don't want anything yeah, rushed. Don't, don't rush need... that shit, but... Yeah. The movement um, looks really good on it, too, but, yeah. I don't know, man. I'll say I'm... I got a few games I'm waiting to come out. Um, MLB The Show 21 comes out uh, the end of this month for some reason. Like, you know, a month after opening day. Um, Coronavirus. <laughs> uh, Hood Outlaws and Legends is like a 4v4 um, medieval type game. That'll be good. It comes out in May. And then in June, there's... Um, uh, it's the new Left for Dead um, what do they call it? Back for Blood, I think is what it's called. But it's the new Left for... It's literally made by the same people as Left for Dead, and it's, like, the same elements, but it's not technically Left for Dead 3, gotcha. but it is. If that makes sense? It's like... A, they're, like, they're almost rebranding, but also using Left for Dead as marketing. Huh. It's weird. But, yeah. I mean, you know, same concept. Yeah, I need to get a fucking PS5 already. Just so, and like, I could have bought plenty by now too, and I just haven't. You uh, get any sort of discount over there with your? So the place that filter? like, so the the BX. Oh, you have that. Yeah. The BX, which is like the base store. Um, you don't uh-huh. pay tax, and they price match, but they generally oh, have nice. good prices on their stuff anyway. Um, but like the thing is like. I don't know. They, they don't get PS5s that often. Like, Christina, you know, she works at Meyer still. Like, yeah. she tells me, like, when they get PS5s in, just, like, let me know. Just because, like, it's, like, they're still, like, kind Are of... Are they still absurd to get? I think they're, like, $700 to buy them resale. So it's not as bad as they mm-hmm. were, but... Yeah. I say, I know Skyler was grinding that pretty hard i could never get in like i i tried multiple times i never got one for resale i literally only got mine um because you pre-ordered because it, yeah you had to pre-order in person at gamestop and um the day they like went up for pre-order hayden took his break at at&t and went and pre-ordered and they told him that there were only a couple left so he told me that so i left immediately got there pre-ordered um and i got the very last pre-order was this in danville yes nice um and i got the digital one which is the one i wanted um because uh, yeah. i haven't a used hard drive? It. uh it's all the same literally the only difference is disc that's it yeah that's what and i i haven't used a disc in i don't know how long the digital one retails for cheaper too doesn't it like a hundred dollars less hundred dollars cheaper yep yeah, I'm probably going to end up getting a digital then when the time comes. Um, yeah, yeah the know. storage and everything is the same. Yeah, I don't use fucking discs, so... Obviously like, I have some... PC. Yeah, true. I have uh, I have some old disc games, like Battlefield 1, like Rainbow Six Siege, but those games came out in, like, 2015, 2016. 
I haven't bought like a new disc game like since those. Yeah, I couldn't like, tell everything... you the last time I did. Yeah, everything else is just you know PlayStation Store, and I, I haven't used it much lately. I mean, I beat Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I just haven't really touched anything since. Yeah, I'll probably get one soon. It's it's a it's a pretty dead uh, dead time for video games right now. It really is. Like, I don't know. People like COVID, sure, I guess maybe. Um, I mean, companies I... getting overly greedy with microtransactions too. Yeah, maybe that's always a thing. And then I like think COD. fucking Cold War. So Activision's lucky Modern Warfare was so fucking good because Cold War sucks. And they're lucky yeah, that Warzone's still popular. I still haven't touched Cold War. So the best, um, the the only thing Cold War is good for is upgrading the few really good guns for Warzone. That's probably not good. No, it's War, also not good that uh, it takes like 500 gigs to have every, like all of it on your. Dude, I had to uh, buy a new hard drive. Skyler had to put a new hard drive in my PC to have room. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's so bad so bad but i guess they're doing like a reconciliation or whatever they call it to like reduce the size of it i don't know like compressing it kind of uh, or like getting rid of the old shit uh, okay uh, i did sure i did hear works. some like maps were getting bumped out um which will obviously reduce it a little but no i mean i really like modern warfare i thought it, i thought it was a really good game yeah hashtag um, get rid of sbmm but that's never happening yeah, no, they gotta they gotta keep you hooked with just enough competition. Oh, it it doesn't make um, me hooked. Like when I have to sweat too <laughs> hard for a few games, I'm like, I'm done. I'm getting off. I'm playing Minecraft. Yeah, I. They they just just make ranked. Just just make ranked. And they have it too. They have the CDL playlist. Yeah, like literally do that and. They, or at least show you you rank, so you have, like, something you're going for, you know? Like, you'd be like, oh, I'm fucking diamond level two, I don't know, whatever. So there was a website, fucking, uh, there was a website that did that. It was, like, sbmmwarzone.com or some shit like that. Activision shut them down. Why? Because Activision doesn't want it to be, like, public. Like, everyone knows that SBMM's a thing, but Activision doesn't want it to be, like, something that they, like, put out there, you know? I, I mean, I'm I'm sure they have their reasons. I'm sure, you know, it, like we can question them all we want. I'm sure they have their reasons, but I don't get it. Like, it's money. I, I don't get it. It's a hundred percent money. It, it is money. Cause, yeah. Cause Just like, like little Timmy that played Fortnite all the time, like that was his first shooter game. Goes and plays Call of Duty. Call of Duty's way fucking different than Fortnite, bud. Like even Warzone, yeah. it's way different. You can't build. It's first person. It's you a totally different game. So, like, little Timmy yeah. that's cracked at Fortnite might not be killing it at Call of Duty at first, and he's used to being cracked at Fortnite, but then he's playing against these guys that have been playing Call of Duty since COD 4 and haven't taken a fucking break. Um, yeah, he's you just getting smoked. keep him engaged. Yeah, if he's getting smoked all the time, he's not going to keep playing, and Timmy's dad isn't going to fucking spend $25 on the Battle Pass and $20 on this bundle and $20 on that bundle. Because that's, that's who you make money off of. That's where the money is, yeah, the skins and the bundles. For sure. Which I don't Which, I don't hate microtransactions, but I hate when that's like the driving force of the game. As long as they're not pay to win. Yeah, which they are. Like there's well there's patents that show some like of the skins. There's patents that like show that like um 
it like people that partake in like the microtransactions or whatever are more likely like get in better lobbies and stuff like or they've shown the patents for that and like just like they have patents to like have this stuff that like reduces your like skill mid game like so not just the lobbies you get into but like mm-hmm. your performance mid game like you'll have yeah, more recoil more latency yeah and like those the patents exist like i don't know if they're using them currently or if they're in like developing but either way that shit should not fucking exist yeah definitely not um but i mean it's kind of like like ea with madden specifically is a an example like they don't pay attention to shit except for ultimate team like fuck the rest of the game oh yeah you get the same game every year yeah, same game. I don't even... Do they change much in Ultimate Team? I don't know why people play it. I, I'm not an Ultimate Team person. I used to be, but man, like, once you get so far up in it, it's, like, microtransaction heavy to the point where you have to, like, absolutely have to just be spending money. Well, and the game, it resets every year. Like, you don't carry your team over to the next Madden. Exactly. So, so it's like, when you start off, it's like, like, you put all that yeah. money in, just only you get to use it for, like, a year. And that's how these fucking yeah, skins like, are on Call of Duty. At least the skins at least don't go away though, right? I mean, so like you can use your Warzone or your Modern Warfare skins in Warzone, and like you can go back and play that game, but you can go back and play the Madden from last year and play that Ultimate Team. Really, if you think about it. Yeah, I mean they add like a couple features each year, and most of them are features they had before. They've add like a new animation. Yeah. Like, it, it's nothing actually new. Yeah. Like there's no depth, especially in the. In the franchise mode, like the, I watched a video where they list off, I think it was 93 things that used to be in Madden that aren't, and it was stuff from like 2005. Like yeah, that like had, they had that the was, combine, they had. Like, yeah, they had the combine, the skills drills, uh, coaching trees. You could hire offensive and defensive coordinators, and they had traits like all this little, just little things that just make the game so much better, and they just took them out. And they make more money than ever, so why stop, you know? Exactly. Like, you fucking polish the same turd every year and sell it for fucking 70 bucks now every year. People will buy it. Just have the newest one because that's what their friends are playing. Yeah, it's like, and there's no competition because EA has the exclusivity with the NFL, but 2K is getting to make a non-simulation football game which means it has to be like kind of more arcadey which madden already plays arcadey and that's the issue if they made a simulation football game which was more true to the nfl it wouldn't be a big deal but they make it super arcadey so people who want to play a simulation nfl game can't play it because there's they they can't have competition which i don't get how that's allowed i don't know why that's a contract that's allowed to be made I mean, it it's because it's between two private businesses, technically. Like, no, the NFL, the NFL like, doesn't have a monopoly on football. No, they don't. So I get... But it's a monopoly on the NFL by EA. Yeah, but of. the NFL is another company. It's so like you can't yeah. have a monopoly because NFL's not an industry. It's just a company. Yeah. It's shitty, but it's allowed. It's a very shitty loophole. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll buy the 2k game. I don't really want an arcade NFL game, but I'll buy it just because just maybe, yeah, 
to check it out and then you know if it does well maybe you know the nfl look at like why why are we only letting ea do it why don't we also let 2k do it and like 2k doesn't have an exclusivity contract with the nba ea is just dog shit at making basketball games (laughs) absolutely nba live always sucks like this shit's ass and has been It, it was good when we were like 10 and then they couldn't make it like consistently they flopped and uh, i don't even know when the last one was like 16 or 18 or something i don't i have no idea they're bad but yeah they're it's like just get better um and even the mlb doesn't have an exclusivity they have mlb the show and they have rbi baseball um mlb the show just benefited from well, one being better and more of like a both gameplay and simulation wise, like it played more like true baseball. Yeah. Um, and then I I believe MLB The Show is now open to Xbox. I'm pretty. I heard only that. But I believe it's opening up, so it it's just gonna get even bigger. And MLB The Show is like my favorite sports game to play. It's fun. I like how in the career mode, like they like. You don't sit through every single fucking at bat unless you're the pitcher. Yeah, yeah, and it like an infield career is different from an outfield career, and is way different from a pitching career, and a starting pitching career is different from a closer career, and and that's just the that's just the road to the show. Like, there's the they have like the um, franchise mode, Diamond Dynasty, which is another like ultimate team thing, which I don't play, but I know a lot of people do. You're going to make me buy um, a fucking PS5, Logan. <laughs> you already said you were going to. I know, but I want one really bad now, just so I can play sports games again. But We've been going for a fucking minute, dude. Uh, it's probably an hour, isn't it? Hour 17. Whew. Yeah, well, we can cut this one off, and uh, we'll see where we're at. Yeah, All right. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Alright, smell you later. Smell you guys.